<laughs> yes, oh yes. Ho ho ho. Right, let me adjust some levels. I hear my own. See, because I. I've debated, I've, I've had this discussion with other people before in the past about recording podcasts, uh, if they enjoy um, the sound of their own voice in their headphones or if they desire um, uh, to not be bombarded by that, <laughs> that realisation. <coughs> and I'll tell you right now, my throat's very dry. As normal, but um, oh, today's particularly bad. Maybe it's because I had a stir fry just before recording. Very silly, uh, but I don't know. I find it gets me in the in the headspace. I think I think I enjoy hearing. Uh, I don't enjoy hearing my own voice, um, in the sense of like, oh, I like my voice and I like the way I do things and like the way things that I say. I mean, I don't hate them <laughs> anymore, <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think I like the. <clears throat> I like the uh, I like being have more control over the over the sound and so if you can hear it in your headphones it's like uh, the way I got um, I was gonna say the way I got good I don't think I, I think I'm good at rapping <laughs> um, but the way I've learned I, I think I have a certain level of control in my voice that um, other people don't have I mean I mean other, sorry other like up and coming other people who are starting out uh, don't have and I think that's because. I've spent a lot of time hearing it really loudly in their headphones, um, which, you know, that's not fucking, you know, that's, that's an obvious thing to do. But um, I I think, like, <clears throat> people kind of listen, they'll, they'll do a little bit of it, they'll do a little bit of it, and then listen back to the track and be like, ah, yeah, okay, that sounds kind of cool. But um, you just got to do it a, a lot and hear it and manipulate your voice, change the way you, you change the way it all um, physically is operating, but with it really fucking loud in your headphones. I mean, that's what I really enjoy that. I really enjoy that. <clears throat> that's how I found out how like get an area sound to my voice and shit like that is, uh, is, is through doing that. Um, uh, definitely the hard, it definitely was the hardest part of, of, um, I mean, I think it's I think it's the case for most people. I think it's the case for everybody is they hate their own voice. <laughs> I think there's a reason for that. I can't remember what it is. I think it's something along the lines of I read this somewhere ages ages back that um like um because you were listening to your own voice in your head all the time, um, then you think it's a lot basier for a start. You think it's a lot basier because you're hearing the the resonance in your skull. <laughs> and uh, the resonance from your chest and all that. that that's all part of that you're hearing your voice through your body and through your ears. You're hearing it come out your mouth into the world, bounce back at you, but then you're also hearing the resonance from your own body. And so when you hear it back from a microphone, you're like, holy, is that what I fucking sound like? It's nasally as fuck. <laughs> is my real, it was my realisation. Like, oh, Jesus. <clears throat> um, my voice is higher than I <laughs> expected. I mean, I know now because I've been listening to my own voice for fucking 15 years in a microphone so I know now but I remember that initial thought just like oh Jesus <laughs> I don't like that I don't like that at all good for some things good for like I think light-hearted podcasting good um and then rapping I was like ah oh, man I just I want a deeper voice I want a fucking deeper voice so goddamn bad I want a, a mo uh, I want a manlier <laughs> more aggressive sounding voice um and it took me a long time to train myself by hearing it really fucking loudly in my headphones how to get a sound that I actually enjoy oh dear <laughs> 
Oh no. <clears throat> Stir fry and now coffee. That's good for you. Um, yeah, I had an interesting discussion though with a mate recently. We were doing a, we were working on a feature together. Uh, I was like, so he was featuring on my on my track, and um, and we were talking about. I was talking about his voice. I'm like, oh man, I actually I had to go and redo my verses or the intro to my verses because I was like, my voice sounds so high pitched and whiny in comparison to what he was laying down. Once you hear the album, you'll fucking know exactly who I'm talking about because uh, <laughs> his voice is fucking incredible on it. Um, he's got this really low huskiness to, to this, to this particular verse, which is really, really cool. Um, and he said, oh, nah, man, like I, I can only hear your, when I hear your voice, <clears throat> I can't picture how it would be different or how it would sound, um, better. I mean, you can, can, you can critique people's delivery, right? You can critique people's, uh, especially like actually vocal coaches are <laughs> better suited. I'm not saying I, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, this is more, I'm talking more about like the mental game, um, that you play with it. Um, that, uh, yeah, you can go in, you can critique, um, certain parts of the voice, especially certain parts of the technique, like um, where you're taking your breaths and like, uh, the emotion behind your voice and what have you, um, or the enunciation of how you're delivering and all that kind of shit. <clears throat> but the tone is hard to picture someone doing a different tone, you know? And that was kind of his point. And so if I hear his tone, I don't really have an idea of, like, what his capabilities are. Uh, and so when I hear his voice, I'm like, that's just, that's how he sounds. And it sounds fantastic. Um, and then, and so, yeah, he made the point that, like, uh, I can't hear, I can't picture what your voice would sound, or, or, yeah, imagine what your voice would sound like differently. I just have to decide if I like it or not. <laughs> And I like that idea. I like that point. I like that fucking point. And so that when people, when you listen back to your own music, you're going to hear your own voice and go, ah, God, is that, is that what, um, could that sound better to attract more people? So more people believe me. This goes back to the, to the, um, sounding convincing, um, sounding convincing argument, which I think is the main point. Like if you, if you just sound like you actually believe what you're doing, then people will just like your voice or they won't like your voice, you know? <clears throat> Someone like Danny Brown is a great example. If you don't know who he is, uh, I'm, I assume most, uh, I don't know, whatever. Um, one of my all-time favorite rappers. And um, he he can do a really low, low voice, and he does on certain tracks, especially more like personal uh, tracks or more like mm, slice of life kind of tracks, you know, just, uh, was it, like, Allegra? Allegra? Uh, it doesn't figure out. Um, but then normally his no the voice he's known for is um, this really high-pitched, uh, squeaky kind of voice that sounds like um, the guy from Cypress Hill a lot. Um, yeah, like that kind of register. I'm not going to do an impression because I can't in any way, but like that register is actually where it is at. <laughs> Almost like, <laughs> this is such a silly com um, comparison. Think Linda from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> if she was a rapper from Detroit. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> and... Um, some people can't stand that fucking voice, right? Some people can't stand that voice, but I absolutely adore it because it sounds so unique. And you can't because it, there's so much com uh, commitment behind it. You just you can't imagine like how else would that fucking sound? <clears throat> you just believe it. Um, so that's in, I don't know. Okay, so I, I kind of said two things there. there. So, you, but you still can manipulate it. If you don't like the sound of your own voice, you can change it. You can learn how to use it. It just takes a lot of fucking time. And I, um, 
I sometimes wish I put more time into learning how to sing. <laughs> wish I could sing better. Like I think I have a, a, an okay voice, but I don't have I don't have control. I, don't have, I have terrible um, uh, yeah control over over melody. Um, but when it comes to control of my voice in rap, I'm getting there. I'm fucking getting there, uh, and I really. I am proud, <laughs> but I still hate it. I still fucking hate it. Still listening back to my own shit. I'm like, ah, oh God. Is that what it fucking sound like? Christ. No one's going to fucking listen to that shit. <clears throat> anyway. Um, how are you? <laughs> I'm recording this on a on a Wednesday afternoon instead of a Thursday because I think Thursday tomorrow, I'm going to be potentially hungover from poetry, and i got to go to the physio because my back's sore because um, I, I work over a fucking coffee machine. There needs to be, there needs to be, um, how would I word this? I mean, I guess this, this probably does exist. Like if you work on a, on an oil rig, you get paid, I assume, better because you are risking your life, right? I think I heard like, um, for example, another example is like, uh, I think like Metro train drivers, they get, um, uh, there's another, there's a kind of, there's, there's fee, there's their fee, uh, oh, oh no. <clears throat> there's a fee and then there's like a stress fee on top of that because you are driving a train, you need your full attention, you need a train to do that. Usually usually good if you're an engineer. I don't know if that's the case for Metro. I know that's uh, the case for um, freight. Um, you, you need an engineering degree. Um, at least I think you need it. I don't know. I looked into it. I was like, I want to drive a train. Uh, and then I looked in it. Oh, engineering degree. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, I can't just say I like trains. That's not enough. That's bullshit. <laughs> Please let me wipe them down. I just want to get close to them. Um, you get stress for, you get stress fee for the possibility that you were going to hit someone, which, um, Imagine that. Imagine getting. Imagine like, okay, we're gonna pay you this amount of money. I've, it's a long time since I looked this up, so I have no fucking idea if this is true. But um, we're gonna pay you this much in case you kill somebody, and that way you're gonna, yeah, you'll be fine. I don't know. Is that? Do you get? Would you get? Um, would you get like therapy sessions on top of that, or is this like a? Hey, if that ever happens. Maybe just start like setting some of that aside now, so when that happens, you can pay for your therapy sessions that you're gonna need. Uh, so you stop seeing their face. Jesus, that's dark. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. Um, <clears throat> but I was thinking about this, like it's just uh, frustrating. Like being a barista, pretty chill job, obviously. Um, it's a very intense job. I realize more and more, like because I serve. I've talked about this before, but if I if, as I serve. Um, office workers, they do sweet fuck all. They can rock up much later. They can leave much later. I mean, obviously, like, work uh, office culture um, demands of a lot of people that, like, they have to fucking stay late and come in on the weekend. And uh, and if you're not, then you are treated poorly. But, like, that's that's changing now anyway, thanks to um, younger generations are saying, fuck no, that's bullshit. Why do you want to work here? For the money. I want to get paid. That's, that is literally the only reason I want to be here. That's if I, if I wasn't getting paid, I wouldn't be here. Uh, and if someone says, hey, we'll pay you more to do almost literally anything else, I'll be doing that instead. Um, <clears throat> fuck office culture. Um, but nonetheless, but seeing them come down and get a coffee from me, I'm like, 
dude, I've seen you come out here like three fucking times to get a coffee, and you're all just fucking yammering on and just ha- haven't talked about your weekend and fucking bitching and moaning. It's a fucking nightmare. And <laughs> and I'm just like, I haven't stopped. I, as soon as I walked in here, I've not stopped working. Like, if I stop working, I, your boss will come around. Well, not my boss, because he's my mate, and I, and, I, and I utilize that too much to get away with bullshit. But I do the job. I do the job, you know. Um, <clears throat> better than some. Um... Uh, but yeah, if you're not working, then someone will come down and you're like, oh, why, why are you fucking doing any job? Doing your job? Doing any work? I was like, well, there's nothing, there's not really anything to do. Well, why don't you clean everything? Because that's just insane. Because <laughs> I've been here for fucking, because I'm going to be here for eight hours and I'd like to just sit, I'd like to take th- take it slow for five fucking minutes, ten minutes, even an hour. Like, I don't know. You're not, I don't think, humans aren't supposed to work. I don't think humans are supposed to work for eight fucking hours straight. I mean, what, yeah, you take a little half hour break. That's, that's fucked. <laughs> it's, um, it's not good for you. Wait, 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 my point was going to be, um, <laughs> I do have, I've got a point, like, written down that I was going to talk about today, but I thought to myself, like, oh, God, I, is that going to be enough? <clears throat> Turns out I've got some things to talk about regardless, um, which is good. Every time I worry that I'm not going to have anything to talk about. And sometimes I'm like, well, I think I've run out. But today, um, yeah, those jobs, the, the, these, these, the menial, being brisk is good. Being brisk is good. And it can be quite fun and be quite, uh, you, you can, ex- uh, there's some soul to it if you're, work, if you're serving the right people. If you're serving the right people and working with the right people and making good coffee, that's, there's, there's chances to have some passion behind what you're doing. Um, but like, being paid to be a picker, you know, be, go to a warehouse and you fulfill orders. You just walk down aisles of stock and you put that stock into a, into a basket and then you go and box it up for eight fucking hours and you fuck your feet up. You fuck your feet up. You fuck your back up. Being a barista, you fuck your back up real bad, <laughs> especially if you're tall and I'm not, I'm, I'm very, I'm exceptionally average height. <laughs> um, <clears throat> some would say short. I don't know if I'm short. I think my mate, my mate Wade, Wade said, because we're basically, we're exactly the same height, I'm pretty sure, said like, uh, no, we, we fall in exactly average, <laughs> which is funny. Um, uh, but yeah, like things like that, which are the lowest wages you can find pretty much. Or oh, something like fucking fruit picking. I mean, okay, fruit picking though is more of like, that's uh, very much an exploitation thing. Like that's trying to take advantage of low wages from backpackers and shit like that. So sort of a different scenario, but still, I mean, I'm still fucked, but like for it, the exploitation is maybe a bit more intense, <clears throat> but there should be, there needs to be a fucking thing that like, if the job in any way would affect the person's well-being, like physically, like if you wanted to be, make coffee for years, uh, then your job I think should slap, should not be paying minimum wage, should fucking slap on a bunch of fucking money yearly, just go up uh, I don't know how this would fucking work, but like to pay for the fucking physio, you know, <laughs> at least fucking at least I'm sure there's things like that. I'm sure. I, I don't know. This is a, this is a, this is a, um, this is a flippant, a flippant statement, <clears throat> but usually the jobs that pay the worst are also the ones that ruin your body. Um, and that's a shit fucking trade. That's a shit fucking trade. Yeah, I don't know. Just been thinking about it. Been thinking about it. I really want to get. I really want to get out of hospital. Really want to get out of hospital. If anyone's listening to this and, and knows of any sort of work that I can do that isn't hospitality for two days a week, my god, I would. Uh, I would love to do something else. Um, I like hospitality a lot, but I want to do it. Um, 
on my own terms, I guess. I'll look forward to owning a place one day, but for the time being. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, just think that, that thought of like, this is potentially ruining my body. Even two days a week is ruining, <laughs> is ruining my lower back at the moment. And I'm sure it'll, um, I'm sure it'll, it'll come good. Obviously it'll come good. I'm only 30, about to be 30. Um, and so it's going to be fine. But like, you know, people, you know, older people who have been working a shitty job, not, sh- not even not a shitty job, just working a, a job where you're on your feet for eight hours a day and they're fucked. <laughs> they are fucking cooked. <clears throat> Should do more stretches. Yes, I know. I will. I will do more stretches. Speaking of trying to get a job outside of outside of coffee, I've spoken about how terrible I am at selling my services, selling my creative services. <clears throat> and I've been really musing on that lately because I, as I just said, I want to get out of hospitality real fucking bad. I really want to make money doing the things that I love. I don't, I don't care about the money. I just want to not go to work. <laughs> I just want to pour all of my time into this thing that I'm actually passionate about, actually fucking good at. Um, and I need to figure out a way of doing that. And I'm slowly getting there. I'm very slowly getting there, and I am impatient, and I am very fucking privileged that I can do anything that I'm doing at all. I understand that. Um, but there's that frustration of like... <laughs> Where, I hate that argument. I hate that argument because I make the argument to myself. Like, well, you know, I, I'm lucky that I get to do this at all, which is true. But it's also like you live in the most fucking privileged country on the fucking planet. Like one of the most, like Australia is one of the wealthiest countries per capita in the fucking world. Our government has kicked goals so fucking much over the past like, uh, like 100 years. Uh, we took a fucking hit thanks to the goddamn liberal government. Um, but overall, like we we you know we back in the day we used to have fucking free uh, free education all that kind of shit. Um, and labor, fuck labor as well. But also they like they um they got us through the financial crisis. And I hate talking about <laughs> kind of bring that up. But the point is that like it's such a fucking privileged country, and so I think it's a valid argument to look at that privileged country and go. I feel like we can do better, <laughs> you know, like instead of saying, um, oh, well, you know, some, some, some people fucking can't even afford to basically exist. It's like, yep, no, that's, that's true. But we've set up a system here that we can. So why the fuck would we compare ourselves to that? And that's just a way of keeping people. That's just a way of slowing progress. And, and continue the continuing the exploitation of the working class, <laughs> you know, by making them feel honourable, honourable in, in in wrecking their fucking bodies, working hard for a job that they fucking like, or just a measly amount of money, like w- wrecking your body or working really hard, and then you walk away and go like, I have fuck all money, <laughs> I have just enough to pay my fucking bills, and that's kind of it. Um, and again, I'm, I'm in a very privileged position absolutely fucking no doubt. Um, but I think like, I think it's good. Use that privilege, like (laughs) acknowledge it and then fucking use it. Why am I on this shit today? I was watching a lot of fucking, uh, video essays, lefty, uh, video essays before I started this. So maybe getting onto the creativity thing is going to be a bit more of a slog. And if I'm more on my fucking... Can we please turn to socialism now? Thank you very much. Okay, bye. I'd like to live on a planet that's actually going to exist. I mean, <laughs> it'd be habitable to humans. 
So we have to fucking get rid of capitalism. All right, I'm jumping around all over the fucking place. Oh, yeah, what was my point? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, you big dickhead. Um, uh, what am I saying? Yeah, I'm bad at selling my services. And I'm trying to figure out why that is. It's because I don't respect myself. Yeah, pretty much. I don't respect myself. <laughs> um, I think what it is, I was having a chat with someone about this, and I th- um, the, I'm just riffing on this, so this is not really a completely formulated idea, but, but oh, oh, two things. Okay, so ugh. I really struggle to gain skills when they are not applicable to a project immediately. And I was watching Adam Savage recently on YouTube. Ah, YouTube. And um, he was talking about, like, yeah, he, he will acquire skills to further a project. So if he needs to learn a new technique on a lathe or something like that, then he'll be, he won't ever think, maybe he won't even think about it, you know, it's just like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that, how would I do that? Oh, I need that skill on, on this lathe. Okay, now I'm going to go for it. That was, I re- I just said the same thing like four fucking times. <laughs> it's pointless. <laughs> I've been thinking about drawing, right? Lately, I, I started doing a little journal for a tabletop war game I'm, I've been playing, and um, I wanted to do some illustrations for it, and I was like, ah, fuck. I really wish I was better at drawing proper characters. I used to do cartoons and shit like that, right? But I want to be able to draw characters from, like, medieval settings. Like, so human characters a bit better. Um, I was like, ah, shit. Well, I never learned how to do that very well. I never put the time in. And I and I realized more that, like, I struggle to give a shit unless I have a project that I need the thing for and then I'll go and get the thing, which in a sense, is uh, backwards. But at the same time, I think it allows you to, because you're applying that skill immediately, it makes so much more fucking sense um, and it solidifies in your brain rather than, like, you know, like going to school. Like, I fucking... I hated school so damn much. I don't think that would be a surprise to uh, I hated school so goddamn much because they'll be teaching this thing and I, and I just was like, I, I don't see where I'm ever going to fucking use this, which is for a lot of it probably true, but then there's probably a lot of stuff in that, like graphic design, which I had played more fucking attention in graphic design and actually followed through with it. But I was like, I don't want to do this. I never want to do this um, because they're showing the like, oh, you might use it in this. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. But if they, maybe if they gave us like pro, you come up with the project and then I'm going to teach you the skills you need for that project. Yeah, that would work. That's too much, though. I get it. There's only one teacher, 25 students. What the fuck ever. I get why that wouldn't work. Anyway, <clears throat> and so I find it much easier. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I approach a project. I did that with my album, like three, like, uh, my album Orbits, maybe three years ago. Um, I, I had this idea. I had a concept for the album cover that was gonna that needed uh, some 3D uh, planets and shit, like and, and um, some buildings and like temples and shit. And I was like, oh, uh, do I go to Fiverr and hire someone to do that? Nah, fuck it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna learn just enough of Blender so I can use so I can use it to make my cover. And I made the I made this 3D cover, and I'm really fucking proud of that. I'm really really proud of that um, of that cover. I figured out a great uh, technique because I wanted it to look like it's under a microscope. And so I was looking up like, oh, how, do you, how would you do such a thing? And I found this thing talking about how um, when you look under a microscope and, and how to replicate that look in 3D was like under a microscope, kind of light doesn't isn't operating in the same capacity, like shadows don't really fall the same way. 
basically the way you can trick that in 3D is have surfaces emit of super soft light and be the only light emitting thing. And so that and so that's what I did. So there's no lighting of my the, the the surface of that 3D planet is not lit by an external light source. It's lighting itself. It's emitting light out of every part of its surface. And so there's no shadows that fall or anything like that. Everything it's all, everything is lit in a uh, by its. I know it, <laughs> I don't know if that is a decent explanation, but <clears throat> very fucking proud of that. And I only learned that skill for that one cover, and then I stopped using Blender because I hated it because <laughs> it's, it's too powerful. There's too many buttons. I got confused and I fucked off. And also, I didn't have a purpose for it. Um, and so, so, okay, so here's my here's my overall point of why, why I think I struggle then with selling my creative work is because I learn just enough skills to complete the project that I'm working on. And so I don't think about the skills that I have. I only think about the project. And however, then when you are selling yourself to somebody, you have to say to them exactly what your limitations are, what the limitations of your skills are. Where it, so that's how you sell it to them. You sell no. You sell it. These are what my these are what my skills are. This is what I can do for you. But in your mind, it's flipped. These are my limitations. This is everything I. This is only. This is all I can do. And then you think of all the things that you wish you could do, or what happens if this project needs something that is beyond your grasp? Do you have time to learn it? Do you have time? Do you are you going to be able to learn it to a to a uh, place that is sufficient enough to sell to somebody else? Probably fucking not. So I'm really terrified of that, especially like something like graphic design. You know, like I can design posters for myself and for my mates, but if someone approaches me and says, "We need you to design a poster for this thing," I'm very very aware of my limitations. As soon as that's said, I I. I I approach projects very excitedly. I have this idea and I'm going to figure out how to do it. But then when someone says, we want you to do this, I'm like, ah, uh, I, I don't know if I can do that. And I don't know if I have the energy to go and learn how to do that, especially in the time frame that we have agreed upon. Ooh, that actually feels like a really good fucking point. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have actually have any fucking answers though on how I would change that. Hmm. <clears throat> interesting. Interesting. It applies to everything. Mixing music, you know, mixing music. I've mixed plenty of music, but I've mixed only certain things that apply to me in a way. You know, I've done it. I've done it the way that I want to do it, and so doing it for a client, someone who I don't know actually. Is is terrifying because they're going to sound like, well, I want it to sound like this. Um, that's why I have said in the past that people have hit me up before about graphic design stuff or, or especially illustration. I had some people hit me up for illustration and I sent them my cartoons and said, this is my style. This is what I can do. If you can't, if you don't want this style, then I can't do it for you. I have a very, very limited uh, scope of what I can do within this thing. I have lots of different skill sets because, again, like I, I approach projects and be like, what do I need for this one thing? But then I only learn just enough to do that one fucking thing. <clears throat> the generalist. The fucking generalist. But then how do you sell your services as a generalist? Much easier as a specialist, though, again, you, you would maybe run into the case that, like, uh, how do you find enough work as a specialist? Hmm. <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. 
I guess it's deciding like what have you spent the most time doing and so you can sell that um, or you learn a communication skill. I think that's the key here is learning communication, a communication skill of like telling people in a very approachable way and clear way, this is my limitation. This is what I can do for you. This is what I can offer. Uh, and if you agree to that, then we're all fucking sweet and dandy. But if you don't, if you want something more than that, then you have to go elsewhere. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I don't know. I guess probably, yeah, maybe easier if people like approach you for an actual project. Like I want, I want this outcome. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. No, that applies to all of it. But, uh, Sorry, I've come to a dead end because I'm actually, my brain is actually kind of running with it, but like at a brick wall, at a brick wall of it. And I need, I need to figure out how to get over, my, get over it because I don't want to fucking scam anyone. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to approach any, I don't want to, to, someone to pay me a bunch of money and then be disappointed with my work. But then that's also a confidence thing. That's also a confidence thing. And so how do you value your own work? How do you value your own time? <clears throat> it's interesting watching someone like Adam Savage, who has been doing it for uh, his entire life. Uh, I was watching another yeah, in the live stream of his, and he mentioned that he's been a, a, a freelancer for his entire career. Um, very, very few actual jobs, um, like, uh, like employee kind of jobs. Um, and so there's a sense of power in that. Um, but yeah, seeing, fascinating seeing someone who's at the end of, not the end, <laughs> who's been doing that for a long time versus, um, the people in his comment sections and relating it to myself of the, we, the, it's very different industries, but still that mentality of, uh, of being a creator, being a maker of things rather than, uh, an employee, a, um, a cog in the machine. I want it to sound too negative though as well. Cause like, yeah, d making the coffee thing. I don't know why. Well, I guess uh, this podcast is kind of evidence of why I struggle so much with it, but I, I, I still kick myself every fucking time when I'm at work and I'm only doing two fucking days a week and it's a pretty fucking cushy little gig and I'm still like, this fucking sucks. I hate this. <laughs> I hate it. Um, but I don't hate making coffee. I don't hate making coffee. I don't hate hospitality. I actually really like hospitality, but something about that. I think it's maybe uh, yeah, a, a lack of control. Maybe I need a little more control, which is poor little you, you know? Fucking, all yeah, right, we'll go start your own business. I'm trying. <laughs> Oh, sweet Jesus. How do you get a bank loan? I'm too scared to get a bank loan. Also, who's going to fucking loan me any goddamn money? i got no capital. I'll give you a handwritten IOU. <laughs> All right. I think that I think that's probably it. I think I've come to my dead end. I've come to my dead end. Um, is there anything I want to talk about in terms of what I'm working on? Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, that's it. Hey, nice little podcast. Sorry that it kind of tapered off at the end. I just kind of... I don't know if I got depressed <laughs> or just perplexed about where I go next. How do I overcome this thing? Especially interesting because I am making more money in the next few months on my own creativity. Like I've got some projects, uh, some some things that are actually paying me as jobs to do. Um, and they got thrown in my lap, which I did seek them out, which is even more perplexing. Uh, and 
so I don't know, ironic, terrifying, um, this has been a podcast. <laughs> if you liked it, listen, uh, fucking like it, uh, comment where you can, depends on where you're listening to it, yeah, on Spotify. Um, there should be a little Q&A button there, you can click on that and answer the questions. Um, or send me questions, rather. And then uh, holler at me if you see me in real life or online and say, hey, I like the episode. <laughs> All right, mate. Uh, lovely to talk to you. Be well. Keep making some shit. I'll talk to you soon, mate. All right, bye. <laughs>